Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, we'll find out why playing soccer is not a good thing if you're a sumo wrestler, and we'll discover the fate of those naked bottoms in Times Square. Stay tuned for episode 110, What to Do with Money from Heaven. Direct from Okayama City in the heartland of Japan, it's yet another episode of Planet Japan with Amy and Doug. Join them as they guide you through the wacky and the whimsical, the weird and the wonderful, from everyone's favorite planet, from sea to shining sea. It's time for another exciting adventure. And now, here's Amy and Doug. True or false? Donald Duck was once banned in Finland because the character doesn't wear pants. What do you think? Hmm. Ducks usually do wear pants. That's true. So I would say that that is true. Oh, well, no, not really. It, it's what you would call one of those urban legends. But ducks don't live in the city. That's true, yeah. And they don't usually wear pants either. They don't? No, I'm sorry. Mine do. I'm sorry to have to tell you that. But this is a popular uh, kind of a myth that's out there that Donald Duck was actually banned in Finland because he didn't wear pants and also he was uh, messing around with an unmarried female duck. Ooh. Namely Daisy Duck. Well, ducks don't usually marry. <laughs> that's, I guess that's true, yeah. But it does have a, a kind of a... Um, a factual basis, but as usual with these kinds of things, it got all twisted around. Oh, yeah? Apparently, uh, somewhere in Finland in a small town, they did uh, ban Donald Duck at one point, but it was because they um, they just didn't have the funds for this particular program. Had nothing to do with the fact that he didn't wear pants. But, of course, uh, the media, being the way they are, they got hold of the story, especially the international media, and said, oh, my God, in Finland, they're banning Donald Duck because he doesn't wear pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Donald Duck was uh, pretty uh, upset by this whole thing. Oh, as he should be. That's yeah. discrimination. It's his reputation, after all, that people are messing with here. That's right. Yeah. But uh, happily, Donald Duck is back in Finland now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Speaking, Excellent. Speaking uh, rather good Finnish. Mm-hmm. Is that what they speak, Finnish? Yeah. So I, I wonder what they do when they finish speaking Finnish. Something to ponder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's our very first installment of True or False. What do you think? True. <laughs> That's right. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so in an effort to kind of shake things up here at Planet Japan, we have said farewell to our opening joke. Yeah, I know everyone's probably pretty upset about that. Farewell, opening joke. Mm-hmm. Give it a little funeral. Yeah. But uh, here's the problem. We've told every joke there is to tell. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every joke in the world has been told by us. So we'll be back next week, and we'll have a brand new True or False. And we'd like to give a special thanks to Snopes.com, who uh, has provided us with tonight's True or False information. A truly wonderful website, all about urban legends. So shall we introduce ourselves? I suppose we could. I'm Doug DeLong. And I'm Amy Moo Chavez. And this is... Episode 110 of Planet Japan. Ma. Maybe perhaps we should uh, apologize to our listeners for being just a couple of days late this week. That's right. I was typhooned. You were tied up with the typhoon. Yeah, I got typhooned. I was, uh, yeah, marooned on an island. Oh, my God, like Gilligan. 
Sort of. Yeah. No, actually, we had uh, the big furry rabbit came. Mm-hmm. The typhoon called Usagi, which oh, means rabbit yeah. in Japanese. And uh, all the fairies stopped on the, to get off the island. I couldn't get off to come here to the studio. Mm-hmm. The fairies were down for two days. And finally, I got in here today on Monday. Thank God you made it alive. Yeah. Actually, the typhoon ended up missing us for the most part. But still, all the precautions had to be taken. And the seas were quite rough. Apparently, this uh, could turn out to be a busy typhoon season this year in Japan. Well, there's another typhoon now. But luckily, it decided not to visit Japan and has gone over to China. Poor China, yeah? They just get... Yeah, they got a lot of floods and... uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an amazing weather season. Yeah. Couldn't help but admire your brand new Moo Bar t-shirt. Ah, you like that, huh? Yeah, it's very cool. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a photo of some of the locals at the Moo Bar. Some of the cows? Yep, mm-hmm. some of the cows are regular cows. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now, tell us about the artist who did this. Oh, he's really cool. His name's Chuk. And he's Indonesian. I was flipping through a cartoon magazine in in Indonesia, in Bali, and I saw a drawing he had done of a cow, and I thought, ah, that cow is cute. I've got to have this guy do our T-shirts for the Moo Bar. So I tracked him down, and uh, he came up with this logo for us for our 2007 Moo Bar T-shirts. Indeed. It's so cute, isn't it? Now, are these available online, perhaps? Actually, they're not. Um, You have to hoof it out to the Moo Bar to buy one. However, at the end of the season, I might, uh, if we have any left, I might put them online. Okay. Mm -hmm. There you go. And I would like to remind folks, if anyone is planning on coming out for a bon, ha, and you want reservations, ha, Uh Everything's already booked and has been for a couple weeks. So um, I'm still getting lots of uh, people writing saying, oh, we want to come out for a bon. Can you, you know, set us up with a minchuk or something? No way in hell. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We've even rented out all of our yachts, the the berths on them, Uh for people to stay overnight. People are giving birth on the yacht? I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) This is shocking news. It is. Um, However, we at this point are encouraging camping. Because camping on the beach is free. That's just the only way to go right now. The only option. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be a lot of fun. There will be lots of people camping. And you can camp. You can snuggle right up to the Moo Bar and pitch your tent there. Okay. So it's pretty good. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, and we're also going to be offering campers breakfast. Bacon and eggs. That sounds good. yeah, Yeah. In the mornings on the beach. Cool. So, yeah. But do let me know if you're coming so that we can plan for you. I look forward to mooing with everyone. hope everyone has noticed that we have a brand new website, a very classy looking brand new website. And we've actually been able now with this new software to put the show notes on the same page where you can also listen to the show. Exactly. Yeah. We're now up in the world. We're moving on up to the east side. Mm-hmm. As there it were. you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so now just go to planetjapan.org. You can listen uh, on, the, on the flash player there very quickly. It comes right up. You got your show notes and your links. Everything's all there together. Everything is one big happy family. Awesome. We got a very interesting uh, email from one of our listeners, Matthew. Matt has kind of a bit of a feud going on with uh, Mr. Ken Tanaka. Oh, the video guy <laughs> the the, video on guy. YouTube, right? Indeed. He's looking for his parents. Do you ever find them? Well, uh, no, apparently not. Oh. No. 
Uh, yeah, this is a very interesting YouTube video. I'll put it on the uh, on the website so people can take a look at it. He's done a, actually a series of them now. Uh, yeah, the story with Ken Tanaka is that he um, he is an American who was adopted by Japanese a Japanese couple in Japan, and now he's back in Los Angeles looking for his real parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he he talks with a Japanese accent, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of interesting. Mm, yeah. An interesting accent. Yeah, it's not, not a, quite consistent not, with what we're used to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I, uh, originally Matthew wrote to us and said, "Hey, is this guy for real, or is he just pulling our collective legs?" Mm-hmm. And we said, "Yeah, he's yanking our chain, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak." Yeah. Matthew was lucky enough to be able to actually expose the fraud that is Ken Tanaka. Ah. When he found Ken acting in a uh, commercial discovered that he was really just an actor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He exposed him to the world as an actor by the name of David Uri. So um, David Uri slash Ken Tanaka mm-hmm. <laughs> made a new video in which uh, they meet each other and discover that they are long-lost brothers. Very touching video. Ah. Yeah. That's interesting. I'd love to see that. And so that explains the apparent discrepancy. Right. You see. Well, he could be the evil twin. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So um, Matthew, though, uh, he's not happy that Ken refuses to acknowledge that it's just uh, a joke, you see. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it's pretty apparent that it's a joke, and it's a pretty funny joke. Mm. Yeah. Well, he definitely had a lot of people believing him. Uh, Yeah, some people, a lot of people actually did believe his his story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I I hope Matthew and and, uh, David and Ken Tanaka... All three of them. Can resolve their differences and, and move on, you know, in life. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, apparently it's been a uh, bad week for Asashoru, everyone's favorite Yokozuna Mongolian sumo wrestler. Mm-hmm. He apparently begged off the uh, this regional sumo tournament recently, saying he had a back injury, then unfortunately uh, allowed himself to be videotaped running around playing in a soccer game. Uh-oh. Yeah, you don't see a lot of sumo wrestlers playing soccer, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and they've banned him from the next couple of tournaments, right, because yeah. of this? Yeah, and he's very unhappy. He's under, uh, He's afra- they're afraid he may be entering a clinical depression. Oh, because of this. Yeah, and they mm. kind of put him under what sounds like house arrest almost. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that because, I mean, I don't know how I feel about this because... Uh, it did say that he was out doing the soccer thing for a charity. And I don't know how long he was out there playing soccer. But when it comes to, like, injuries and stuff, I mean, there's a big difference between just, like, going out and kind of, you know, kicking around a soccer ball and then doing a sumo match, right? Right, yeah. So, you know, it might be the type of thing even where a little bit of exercise would be, you know, okay. But to have that pressure, a literal pressure of someone, mm-hmm. you know, trying to put you on to to the sumo ring on your back, that would be not so good. Or it could just be he didn't want to do the sumo tournament and he uh, made up an excuse. Well, this is what most people believe. Yeah. And they do say that, you know, he's kind of done some questionable things before and that mm-hmm. he's not following the expected behavior of a sumo uh-huh. wrestler. It's kind of like the old uh, insurance scam, you know, where people uh, claim to be injured in a car accident and then the, the private eye goes around and, and videotapes them, you know, playing volleyball the next day. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the interesting thing about sumo is that uh, apparently it's not as popular as it used to be. This year, every year they have a day where they 
they take applications from uh, new recruits, young men who, who want to become professional sumo wrestlers. This year, for the first time ever, nobody applied. Oh, I should have applied. You should have, yeah. You probably would have had a good chance. Yeah, at 150 centimeters <laughs> and uh, 47 kilos, I'm uh-huh. sure I'd, yeah. I'm sure I'd do real well. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, I'm not sure what that says about sumo. Could it be that sumo will die out as the national sport? Well, it is. All, I mean, baseball eclipsed sumo a long time ago for, as far as uh, mm-hmm. popularity. Um, and sumo has been in decline for several years, if not the last decade, probably. You know, when I first came to Japan, I thought sumo was kind of interesting. For several years, I kind of followed it and watched it on TV. But uh, these days, I just can't bother with it. <laughs> mm. It just has no, it holds no interest at all for me. Well, I like it because the maximum about can be is two minutes. Oh, okay, there you so go. So it's kind of like, you know, when you're really busy, you can turn on the TV and watch for like 15 seconds, catch about, and then go mm-hmm. on about your business. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing about baseball. I have to sit down for a long time to get through a baseball game. Yeah, I don't know how anybody has the time in this busy world to sit down and watch a baseball game from start to finish. You got me. Yeah. Now, high school baseball, on the other hand, the Japanese are crazy about high school baseball, and it's August, and it's time for Koshien. Oh, the big one, the big tournament. There you go, yep. Uh, this tournament is twice a year, in March and August. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you imagine playing in this heat? Ah, I can't imagine leaving my apartment in this heat. Exactly. 4,200 schools in Japan participate in the tournament, but only 32 of them make it to Koshien. To the big, the big show. Yeah, the big yeah. showdown. And this has been happening, this, the Koshien tournament, has been happening since 1915. So it's got a long history. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I mean, it's a very uh, popular sporting event. It's like the Super Bowl of Japan. One of the interesting things about the high school baseball tournament is that the loser, the losing team, gathers up some of the dirt from the field, mm-hmm. apparently to take home as a souvenir yeah. of the day they lost the big game. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, to remind them constantly throughout their life that they their, lost of their failure. Well, there you go. Yeah, that would be that would be good. <laughs> Talk about a dirt bag. Unfortunately, uh, there's hardly any dirt left in the stadium. <laughs> you like, would like playing on much, cement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the tournament is further publicized because uh, it it runs on NHK, which is the nationwide network. They shoot these close-up images of the pictures, and um, it works up a frenzy in the female spectators. Indeed. I like Mm -hmm. it when females are frenzied. It's kind of fun to watch. Yeah. And they cry after the game if their, you know, their team loses. Oh, sure. And they cry if they win, too. Do they? Oh, sure. They're happy, yeah. Well, yeah. Everybody's crying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Good luck to all of our baseball teams in this year's big... Koshien Stadium Tournament. Yeah. Well, we have a couple of updates to uh, let people know what uh, happened with a couple of stories we talked about before. One of them being this story from the Toto Toilet Company in Japan mm-hmm. trying to sell their toilets in America. Mm-hmm. They put up a big uh, billboard in Times Square on the side of a building that had uh, six naked bottoms. Wow. Na- naked happy bottoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're using Toto Toilets. Exactly. Happy. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. But uh, unfortunately, there was a, uh, unfortunately. A, a there was a church inside the building. They uh, were not amused by the naked bottoms. Right. So they filed a lawsuit. But now, happily for everybody, the uh, church and the billboard company have agreed on a settlement, a solution to the problem. Mm-hmm. The billboard company has agreed to cover up the offending bottoms. 
Mm. And they've covered them up with a slogan. Ah. Which says, this is our bottom line. Clean is happy. No ifs, ands, or... And they'll just leave you to fill in the blank. Hmm. Hmm. Gee, I wonder what the words are after that. I'm not sure. Hmm. But uh, apparently the the cheeky version of the ad uh-huh. will continue to appear on the Internet as well as on Los Angeles billboards because apparently in Los Angeles, most people do not, you know, have a stick up their butt. So anyway, I'm glad they got their, you know, their settlement in place. Yeah. Everybody's I'm, happy now. Yeah, I'm glad that this is all, you know... Finished and we can That's move right. on. With with more important things. Right. Yeah. Such as? Such as. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about uh, this mystery person leaving money mm. in uh, bathrooms. Yeah. In government buildings around Japan. Yeah, kind of like a, a toilet Santa Claus. Exactly. Now, since that time, more money has appeared. And in a couple of cases, it was literally falling from the sky. Somebody had gone to the top of an apartment building and w- was throwing money off the top of the building. Wow. Wow. Now, you would think this would be a good thing, a happy, a happy thing for people. Right. To discover money falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. But in pretty much every case, all the money that, was, that this person is trying to give away has been returned to the police. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that someone just happened to lose the money when they were walking on the building or something. I guess so. Us. Yeah. Uh-huh. Plus, people in Japan apparently are just not uh, very comfortable taking money of unknown origin. Ah. Yeah. Could be tainted, for example. Th- that's right. They think maybe it's it's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, apparently, uh, if you turn in money to the police, after six months, if it goes unclaimed, I guess you, get, you can have the money then. So one uh, Japanese person was quoted as saying, whoever is giving this money away, they must be a foreigner. Oh, yeah? Because Japanese people understand that uh, it's difficult for us to accept, you know, Money from nowhere. Free money. Free money. Right. <laughs> they know that we would turn it into the police. Therefore, it must be a foreigner. <laughs> so I would like to take this opportunity to confess, yes, it was me. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Uh-huh. I've been going around to apartment buildings, taking the elevator to the top, throwing all my hard-earned money off the roof right, for people to enjoy. Well, what I think is interesting about this whole thing is, I mean, if the the guy or girl who's doing this wants to be a philanthropist, that's fine, you know. But, like, in the States, we have, like, charities you, know, mm-hmm. you can give money to. Yet, here in Japan, it's kind of like, you know, there are all kinds of needy people out there. But rather than give it to needy people or organizations, they're just trying to, you know, like, give it to people who actually probably are doing okay without it. Indeed. You know? Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. And, I mean... If people really needed it, they wouldn't be turning it in, would they? But I, I just hope they catch the bastard that's trying to give away money. <laughs> what yeah. is this? What is this person thinking? It's mm. just—it's incredible. Yeah, it's heinous. Well, as you know, we uh, just had the uh, national elections uh, last week, mm-hmm. and Abe-san, who started off as a very popular prime minister is now pretty much on the same level of George Bush in terms of popularity. His party was uh, handed a resounding slap in the face last week, but he says he is not going to resign. (laughs) He is going to stay in his job despite what is called the bashing. Yeah, despite his his extreme unpopularity, Mm -hmm. he's going to be stubborn and hang in there. He's been watching a little bit too much of Alberto Gonzalez on uh, TV, I'm afraid. He's taking his cue from him. 
Yeah. He's saying, I know you hate me, but I'm not going to resign. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Yeah, like George Bush. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, hmm. So anyway, um, yeah, voters are just not happy these days with uh, Abe. A lot of it has to do with this pension scandal. Yeah. They apparently lost track of people's pensions. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and and also the farm minister scandals. I mean, there mm-hmm. have been so many government scandals uncovered recently that is, I mean, he's not looking very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe George Bush, when he's uh, finished uh, screwing up America, yeah. can come on over to Japan, take a whack at Japan. There you go. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they tried to get um, Fujimori to come screw up the country. Oh, yeah, Fujimori, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, Fujimori, who's in Chile under house arrest, trying to avoid extradition back to Peru for uh, human rights abuses, was actually running for office here in Japan. Yeah, I thought that was really uh, interesting. Yeah, but he lost. Yeah, well, not surprising. You can't fool all the people all the time. That's right. Yeah. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. So he'll he'll remain in Chile for now. I wonder how the chili is in Chile. Hmm. Think they make good uh, chili there? I don't know. I'll bet they do. They named a whole country after it. They must have pretty good chili. Yeah. You would think. So before we talked about butts, now we're going to talk about dicks. It's time for Dick of the Week. Everybody's favorite part of Planet Japan. <laughs> Woohoo! Once again, of course, it's a... Uh, Dickette oh. of the, a woman dick mm. this week. This week's uh, Dickette of the Week is a woman in France mm-hmm. who was arrested at a uh, art museum. Oh, no. Yeah. What'd she do? She did something really, really incredible. She kissed a painting. Do you think she French kissed it? <laughs> I'll bet she did. <laughs> I'll bet it was a French kissing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, a no. bit of tongue on the painting. That's not so good, you know? <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. I mean, definitely no licking of the painting. No, no. Shouldn't no. do it. No. The uh, artist was an American artist by the name of Cy Twombly. The painting was worth two million bucks. Mm. And she left her big fat lip prints right on the two million dollar painting. Ooh. She has been charged with damage to a work of art. Uh-huh. <laughs> what was the picture? Like, was she kissing the person in the painting or just the painting itself? Well, I don't know. It says uh, his paintings are abstract paintings. So. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well. Probably with just kissing a triangle or something. Right. Well, yeah. you know, some people really fall for that, you know, for those mm-hmm. geometric shapes. Now, in her defense, there was no sign that said, you know, don't kiss the paintings. Right. So but, I think if she had a good lawyer, she could, you know, get off on this one. Well, it's almost like sexual harassment, though, to it the is painting. Kind of, yeah, it is kind of like uh, harassing sexually the painting itself. Yeah, because touching includes, you know, yeah. lips. Yeah, so, you know, mm-hmm. probably wasn't thinking. Probably had a bit too much to drink. Just right. got turned on by the painting and just couldn't help herself. Well, these things happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I hope she's, I hope she's okay. Mm-hmm. And I hope in her jail cell she's got at least a couple of paintings on the wall to kind of, you know, dress it up a little bit. Well, she could kiss them anytime she wanted them. Exactly. It would be, you know. So why didn't they just charge her for the painting? Make her buy and the let painting? let her go. Yeah. yeah. You kiss it, you bought it. <laughs> yeah, give two million us, bucks? Give us the two million, you're on your way. Exactly. And then she could kiss it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Congratulations yeah. to the woman who, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, we don't have her name. Mm. She will just forever be known as the uh, the painting kisser. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations to her for uh, attaining the high honor of Dick of the Week. All right. Yeah. Wow. Now, as long as you're mooing, uh, I suppose we, we could do a cocktail. How did you know I was ready? You just look like you're, you're psyched up. Yeah. Yeah. This week's cocktail 
is something I've kind of put off for a while, and I'm sure that all my loyal Cowtail listeners have been expecting me to talk about this story. But I haven't because I really wasn't sure that it was going to have a happy ending. And this story involves a very cute, beautiful, black Frisian bull mm-hmm. named Shambo. Shambo. Yeah. And um, a lot of people already know this story. He contracted tuberculosis, and Shambo was Hindu. So, uh, and he lived at this uh, monastery. And of course, you know, the Hindus love cows. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want him to be killed just because he had tuberculosis. They all held vigil, and they prayed, like over 100 people prayed in front of this bull for hours. And These the people apparently don't have jobs? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're trying to save the life of a cow. Okay. Right. Okay. You know? This is in Wales. And he's six years old, Shambo is. And he's been bringing joy to the, you know, parishioners for six years. And um, so they really weren't ready to just let him go get slaughtered because he had tuberculosis. And the problem with bovine tuberculosis is that they can spread it to other cows and also to people. That would seem like a good reason to go ahead and kill it. Well, that's what the law, <laughs> the Welsh law says, is that they have to uh-huh. be, you know, put them down. Yeah. But the parishioners, of course, were very attached to this bull. And if you see a photo of him in the newspaper, I mean, he's been all over in the papers. It's really cute. He's got a little uh, ruffle around his mm-hmm. uh, neck. It looks like a Hawaiian lei. Yeah. But I'm sure it's a Hindu offering. And uh, he's got some some paint on his forehead that they put on. And he just looks like a really, really nice guy. So these parishioners were, were so enthralled by this cow that they would overlook the possibility that they could uh, get sick and die from tuberculosis. Yeah, well, they decided, though, that they could isolate Shambo in there. He wouldn't be a danger to anyone, yet he could still live out a peaceful Hindu life, uh-huh. right? But the authorities didn't think so, and they took him away. Oh, dear. Yeah. But this has been going on for quite a while, actually. There was a petition that went around on the Internet. Over 20,000 people signed it to save Shambo. An Internet petition was set up, and the monastery began a blog. And it was called Shambo's Thoughts for the Day. And then it was paired with a live webcam, and they called it the MooTube. The MooTube. Isn't that cute? cute. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, what I thought we would do, I mean, it's kind of a really sad story, yeah. and it's been a long battle for everyone. But he is dead now, though. And he is, and I thought we should have a moment of silence for Shambo. Well, not too long. Okay. How about a second? Just <laughs> a moment. Okay. Ready? Ready? <laughs> let's do yeah. a group move for Shambo. No, let's not. <laughs> but I think people would enjoy doing a group move. You think? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll let people do that, you know, on their own, on their own time. When, when people, you know, have nothing else to do, they could go ahead and do a group moo. That's not a group then. That's an individual moo. Well, yeah, but, you know, the, all those moos get collected somewhere up in cow heaven. Moo. Well, there you go. That's this week's group moo cowtail. Kind of craving a hamburger. I'm not <laughs> sure why exactly. Well, you know what? Uh, I think we're going to have to wrap it up. Move on out. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget, you can uh, listen to the shows, and you can check out the show notes and links over at planetjapan.org. And you can send messages to us at planetjapan07 at gmail.com. And, of course, don't forget to check out my brand-new video magazine called The Yesteryear Museum. It's at yesteryearmuseum.blogspot.com. Just wrote a piece for the anniversary of the death of Marilyn Monroe. She died... 
45 years ago yesterday. Wow, really? Yeah. And we'll close out the show tonight with a great piece of music from Mr. Fumitaka Anzai. It's called Forest in the Morning. And it's from the Ponsafe Music Network at music.poncho.com. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you right back here next week. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.